time for the most action-packed podcast in the pro wrestling world. It's time for the Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast. We bring you the latest and greatest in professional wrestling from the WWE and AEW to the excitement of the independent scene. You get it all here in one place. The Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Rob T and K-Bay Chris. What's up, everybody? It's another week. It's time to talk professional wrestling right here with your boy, Rob T. And, of course, my... K... Oh, I jumped the gun. That's okay. Way to go. Premature. (laughs) Go ahead. Introduce yourself. K. Fape Chris. (laughs) That's right. That's right. I want to apologize for the uh, audio issues. We're still working uh, on that. We're going to get it. We're going to get it right eventually. One day, hopefully. (laughs) One uh, day. One day. But anyway. One day. uh, It's another beautiful, beautiful week. We are here and you are listening to the Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast. Yes. And uh, we're actually recording on a Friday night. A late Friday night. Let me tell you why. Tell me why. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but a heartache. <laughs> Keep on going. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the reason why we're recording on a Friday is because our normal day on Wednesday, I was out of commission. So after two freaking years, Chris, two years of dodging, ducking and diving and not getting it. I finally got the COVID. Welcome to the club, sir. Yeah. So, yeah, I ended up getting COVID. Uh, and actually, Wednesday, I was starting to come out of it. Uh, Wednesday marked my five days in quarantine. And uh, here we are Friday, and I'm feeling great, man. I'm, I'm good. Uh, still a little, little tiny, minuscule, like 5% left of crap in my throat, but... I'm good, man. I'm feeling great, and I'm ready to talk wrestling. How about you? Yeah, I'm good. Now you know what a hooker feels like with shit in your throat. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> so when they get a cold, sir, when they get a cold. Of course, of course, yeah. of course. So listen, man. I just want I want to dive into this already because, bro, WWE is going to be TV fourteen. I know. It came out, what was it, yesterday? Yeah. Right? The news first came out yesterday, and it was basically confirmed, and, like, it's going to happen, man. How do you feel about this? Um, I mean, it's a, it's a, I honestly don't know how to think about it, because are are they trying to recapture what they did with the Attitude Era slash Ruthless Aggression Era, or... Because really, you can't capture that. Like, that was a moment in time that you'll never be able to duplicate. I mean, we've seen WCW try it. We saw TNA try it. Um, I mean, you're probably going to... It's going to start off slow. It's not going to be like like it was back in the day. True. And, and, and there was something I heard, or I think I read it today. No, no, I heard it today. It was on... Uh, there's tons of these YouTube wrestling shows and stuff like that and i think th- i think this one was wrestlemania i don't know if you've heard of that one yeah okay and they made a really good point so if we were to go back to the time when wwe wasn't uh pg right right um that was back during the time of bra and panty matches and uh 
a lot of the the sexual sexual innuendo stuff, right? Um, and blood, right? They, they would allow blood and things. And here's the 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 to me, this is the truth that I think a lot of people aren't realizing. WWE is not going to allow blood, even if no. you go back to 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 you know TV fourteen or whatever. They've already made several statements about not wanting to go there, right? Yeah. And then with the way that the women's uh, division has evolved since that time, I just don't see them going back to making women sex objects, especially during this day and age with the whole Me Too movement and everything. Mm -hmm. I just don't see it happening. So honestly, the only thing I really see them doing is just more curse words. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's really it. And, and to be honest, if they don't change some of these storylines, it ain't going to mean Jack. No. You know what I mean? So as far as any kind of excitement goes with the whole TV 14 thing, I, I'm on the fence, man. I, I really am. I, I think I, I, I want to see what exactly it means for the world of the WWE to do TV 14. You know what Yeah. I mean? Like maybe they'll step away from the scripted promos a little bit. That would be nice. That you know to actually have real emotion, not just something that's been written out for someone. Right. Right. So, yeah. So I guess honestly, only time will tell. Now, I did. I don't know if you saw this, but they had really they had released a statement saying that it was supposed to start this coming Monday, and then they retracted that statement. Right. I saw that. Then now, did you also see that apparently it's not. WWE that's pushing this, it's USA. Really? This. Yes. Now that one surprised me. Yeah. That it's USA pushing for this and it's not really a WWE move. Hmm. So why why do you think, in your opinion, why do you think USA is uh pushing this, man? Uh I mean, as long as they've never done it in the past, I mean WWE has been synonymous with the USA network. For almost its entire duration, minus the time it was with TNN, um, for about a couple of years, but right. so they're not they're not they're no stranger to having that kind of behavior on television. True, true. Um, I don't know. I don't know why they could be. It could be just the an executive thing, like the top dogs at USA that are saying, "Hey, let's just tiptoe the waters right now before we dive right in." Right. Um. Maybe they're just being a little more hesitant because everything going on with Vince McMahon still, like, they don't want to just jump the gun and say that they condone what he did or what he's being accused of or whatever. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, that's good. Do you think maybe USA is going in this direction because they're seeing the popularity of AEW and the fact that AEW uh, wrestlers pretty much have free reign to kind of go out and say what they want possibly possibly um now i'm kind of curious of the fact is it just going to be raw that's tv 14 are they going to flip on smackdown as well that's a i didn't even think about that man that is a good because it says wwe would not be pg4 or tv 14 pg 14 whatever but it doesn't reference whether that's going to be on cable network or is going to be on network television Right, right. Yeah. Which in reality, it, no one really has regular television anymore. True. True. Except all the viejos and viejitas that still watch their spin-off Spanish novellas and stuff on channel whatever. 
Right. Cable's almost becoming obsolete, man. I think. Yeah, that too. I think everybody's doing streaming now. Yeah. You know, I know I don't have cable. I don't either. I use uh my I get my live TV through Hulu. Um, a lot there. Sling is a, is one a lot of people use. I sit um, on my balcony with binoculars and stare at my neighbor's TV. <laughs> right. Put those damn subtitles on. <laughs> You're looking at the TV, right? <laughs> yeah. Take it off. <laughs> yeah, I, I which mean, which is good because I feel like we we are ahead of the game because we've been TV fourteen for the entire duration of this podcast. That's true. We have been. You know, you know every now and then we let the S bombs drop, the F bombs mm-hmm. drop. <laughs> yeah. You're over here talking about prostitutes and <laughs> and they're cold sir they're colds <laughs> freaking porn chests and porn pecs <laughs> it's porn pecs porn pecs porn pecs yeah yeah so i don't know i i think only time will tell um what's what's going to happen with that and where and where that's going um and since we basically started talking about this let's let's just keep this going cuz there's been tons of I don't know if you want to call them rumors, if you want to call them news stories, whatever the case may be. There's a lot of stuff popping off right now. And so keeping it in the WWE for now, um, it's official that Sasha Banks is no longer with WWE. Uh, same thing with Naomi. Did you happen to is see? Is it official? From what I see, yes. She's already got her first uh, Right, she's got her bookings. You see yeah. what she's charging? That's what I was about to say. She's charging more than the freaking Undertaker. Yeah. What do you think about that? I'm definitely not going to pay for it. No, I know that, but I'm, I'm <laughs> like, saying, do you do you think she's a, getting a little too big for her britches? Yeah, she's. I think she's about to find out really quick that she's not as big as she thinks she is. I mean, you saw what like not only what she's being booked at as far as like whatever they're the shows paying her, right, right? But what she's charging for autographs and pictures. I didn't even see that. What is she charging? I want to say it's like $90 for a picture and $100 for an autograph. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, I can't say much about that because I know for a fact that I think when I, the last time I went to WrestleCon, which was years ago, I think that w- that sounds like about the amount that Ray was charging. Uh, Ray Mysterio. Um, he now, should be taking pesos. Now you know, yeah, right. Now you know who was that? Who was charging less than that? Uh, was Kevin Nash, and he's a legend. Yeah, you know. Well, his, some of these legends do, with the exception of like Ric Flair. But right, some of these guys, like I, I remember going to a show and I saw Sean Waltman. And I think he was charging like sixty. Who that? Who that? That's the one, two, three kid, baby. You mean X Pac? Yeah. <laughs> Six. Yeah. Yeah, six. <laughs> um, no, you're right. And I mean, there was I, I came across a lot of legends at the WrestleCon. Some of them were up there. And, and in my opinion, I think that they deserved it because they are legendary. Yeah. You know? But Sasha Banks is not legendary. And, and I'm sorry. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am a fan of, of her. And I think it's dope that she was on The Mandalorian. But that's just dope. Well, I think it's interesting, like, the legends you talk about, I mean, they're synonymous with their name. Ric Flair, Kevin Nash, yes. you know, X-Pac, Sean Woman. She's She goes on the indie circuit or comic conventions, and she's going as Mercedes, and people are just like, see that name, may not right. associate it with Sasha Banks. It's not going to register. Exactly. Until they see the picture, basically. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then I don't think that they can legally say, hey, you know, formerly the Sasha Banks of WWE. You know, maybe they can. I don't know. Right. I think she's in for a rude awakening, in my opinion. Um, So I don't know. I mean, I guess only time will tell if anybody will actually pay that. Um, I just I don't see it because, I mean, even right now, there are legends, female talent that are actually considered legends. that don't charge that much. Yeah. And they're still working. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. But let me ask you this now, since we, we're talking about uh, Mercedes Bernardo. Um, do you think she's going to be bound or, or, or headed to one of the other promotions, like like an AEW or maybe uh, Ring of Honor or something like that? I mean, if she wants to keep her name in the business, she has to almost. True. She can't just roll, roll the you know picture circuit. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Do you think uh do you think it makes sense for her to go to AEW? I feel like she would do better somewhere else. I mean, even if she goes to Ring of Honor, it's still synonymous with AEW. They own it. Right, right. So she's going to end up on AEW television at some point regardless if she goes to Ring of Honor and vice versa. Right. Um there's always Impact. There's Impact, but I don't feel I mean to be honest with you, how often do you watch Impact? Never. Yeah, see, I, I catch it every now and then if it's on, but I won't intentionally sit down like, oh, shoot, it's Tuesday night, it's time for Impact, you know, like. Right. Now, here's an interesting one. Check this out. Tell me what you think about this, okay? There is another promotion out there, and technically this promotion has been around for years and is legendary, and that's NWA. Yeah. It's still out there. For those of y'all that don't know, National Wrestling Alliance, right? That's where you get all of these legends like a Ric mm-hmm. Flair, uh, Har- uh, Harley Race, um, I mean, you name it, you're talking about the Von Erics, all of that, that was during the time of the NWA. I'm not talking, you know, Easy e and Ice Cube and Dr. Dre. I'm talking wrestling. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and the thing is, is that technically right now, there's not a lot of eyes on the NWA, right? I think they're... Hogan's with attitude. <laughs> I think they're only... I think their only show that they have, it's a YouTube show, Right. What do you think if she were to go to a company like an NWA? Do you think that she's got enough star power that it would draw eyes to the product? Not I think it would. Gonna, let me rephrase that. Of course it's going to draw eyes because everybody's going to be interested in wherever she ends up, right? Yeah. What I'm saying what I'm saying more is do you think it's going to draw enough eyes to make a blip on the radar? No, because I don't see NWA really pushing the women's division. Ah, yeah, good point. You know, point. Um, you know, it's sad to say that, but I mean, re- reality is the two, di- you know, d- or three divisions really pushing it. Or promotions there's WWE, mm-hmm. AEW, and Impact. Those sure. are the main um, advocates for women's wrestling right now. Very true. Very. True. You know, some of the independent stuff you're not going to see it. You know, um, some of the smaller promotions, and, and NWA is not a small promotion, but in in Comparison to the other promotions that are televised, yes, it is. Right. You know, right. Uh, maybe she'll go to NLW. <laughs> now that would be something. Wouldn't never it? know. <laughs> that would be never know. something. Um, it's definitely going to be something to watch, and we're. I don't see her getting in the ring until maybe next year. Yeah. In my, in my opinion, I think she's going to. I wonder if she has a non-complete clause because she has appearance advertised, but she doesn't have matches advertised. That's true. That's true. I don't know. Maybe they work something out there at the tail end of the whole thing. I don't know. Maybe Snoop Dogg got Dr. Dre and 
Suge Knight or whatnot and <laughs> showed up and said, you know. <laughs> Suge Knight's locked up, dude. He ain't coming out. <laughs> Whatever. He'll get out somehow. <laughs> okay. Pac's going to show up. Tupac's right. going to show up somewhere. <laughs> okay. So let's go now to Naomi. There's been all kinds of news about Sasha or Mercedes. It's Trinity. Trinity, right. That's her real name. Trinity Fatu. Um, you haven't really heard much from her mm-hmm. at all. What do you think, in your opinion? Do you think she's done with the business, or do you think, you know, she'll end up somewhere? Um, she's chauffeuring the Usos right now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's not impossible for her to end up somewhere else. I mean, let's look at it was it was granted it was for a short time, but let's look at uh Miro and uh. Lana or whatever the hell it is. CJ Perry. Yeah, there you go. Uh for for a short time, uh Lana was in WWE while mm-hmm. Miro was in AEW. Um didn't last long, of course, but I'm just saying that's an example of that I mean it could happen. I mean it's yeah. not out of the realm of possibilities, I think. Yeah, well, I mean it's interesting, like you said, you know, CJ Perry was or Lana at the time was still associated. We got um Trinity and who guy was it Jimmy or Jay, whatever which one of her dumb husbands it is uh, is still associated. Isn't Sasha Banks or Mercedes her husband associated still with WWE? Wasn't he like a designer in the back? Oh, that's right. So is he still associated? Like I don't know. I don't know. That's crazy. I didn't even, you know, I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. That's you know, point. it's the same thing with Andrade and Charlotte. Charlotte's married Andrade now, and he's true, true. You know, associated with AEW, so. Very Who knows? true. Very true. Definitely some interesting stuff going on for sure. I mean, to say say the very least, that's that's something else. Um, so on with more WWE rumors. Uh let's move on to Natalia. Did you mm. see the footage? Which footage? Where she no sold lives finisher. No, I didn't see that. Okay. While I'm talking, look it up. You gotta see it. Look All it right. up. Um, so, and I'll tell you basically what happened. So it, it was a house show. It wasn't a televised show. The reason okay. why it stuck out and you'll see is because, um, she took a finisher from Liv Morgan and basically sold it for a couple of seconds while she got the count. As soon as the count was over, she popped right back up, pointed at Liv Morgan and it looked like she was yelling at her and then got out of the ring. Okay. And it just it looked bad, man. It lo- it was a complete no sell. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it was a Saturday like... Night's Main Event. It looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you looking at it now? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. So it, let's see it, here. Yeah, it really reminded me of uh, there's there's some footage out there of a match between Austin Aries and uh, uh yeah. John Johnny, Morrison. Yeah, yeah. Johnny, whatever his face, whatever it was at the time. Yeah. You see it? Uh, it's still going. Okay. It's that triple threat with Ronda, so it's a little longer footage. It's like a minute footage. Oh, okay. So it's not the ending ending. Um, no. Well, anyway, for those of y'all that don't know, uh, in that footage with John Morrison and Austin Aries, uh, Austin Aries takes the, the finisher from John Morrison and the one, two, three count and pops right back up after and walks out of the ring. If yeah. I'm not mistaken, I think he even flips off the crowd or something like that. And the whole time, John Morrison's in the ring standing there like, what the hell, dude? You know? I mean, it looked bad. Oh, yeah. I just saw her no sell. 
Okay, so I'm I'm not saying that one looked as bad as as the Austin Aries incident, but it still looked bad. Yeah. So I saw an updated uh video today, and I think it was also from WrestleMania, and they claim the claim that came out was that there's some backstage heat on Natalia. Now, there wasn't really a lot of information regarding the actual match with Liv. Uh, the claim is that there's no there's no heat between the two of them. Yeah. Um, but apparently, Natalia is being difficult backstage. Um, she's she's been harassing is the word that they use harassing the writers because she feels that she's she's being treated as a jobber. She's kind of always been that way though. I know, I know. I mean, she's got the long term back when she was with the New Heart Foundation, right? Uh, with um, Harry Smith and. Tyson Kidd. Right. So, and that was before the women's evolution. Right. So right. she was kind of associated. And then they did the whole farting shit they did with her. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and I, and if I'm, tell me if I'm wrong, but I, if I remember correctly, when they did that whole farting angle with her, she was, she was, she had heat with, with backstage basically. Yeah. She, she had heat with the higher ups. So they're set, what, what this particular report was saying was that she's got heat again. So I don't know. And what's not clear is that the event that that you just saw, don't know if that's because of the heat that she has and like she knows it, so she's just kind of reacting, or yeah. what. But the claim right now is that uh, it's there's no heat between her and Liv. But uh, okay. I don't know. I think it was very unprofessional, in my opinion. Um, I mean, you you just saw it yourself. What do you think? I mean, it looked pretty bad, man. That was that was a that was a complete no sell. I mean that was that was a that was about a that was about of a hard no sell as as Vince McMahon has been no selling what's happening to him. No shit, <laughs> no shit. Well, I mean, to be honest, I mean she's been like the workhorse. She hasn't really been injured, right? Uh, hasn't really taken time off, so she's been consistent. But she's been consistently used, I guess you could say, like for better words, the jobber, but just to elevate other talents. She's in. She's basically uh, like it's an enhance. Like she's an enhancement talent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, exactly. and so, I mean, yes, yeah, she's held the title like one time, right? So far, I think so. Yeah, you know, but not long term, right? Or anything, nothing to really, you know, accumulate to a, a decent storyline. But right, and was I it even the women's title or was it the divas title? I think I kind of remember it being the divas. Title. I want to say she held the the SmackDown's women's title for a short time. Okay. Yeah, maybe like that. a month. You have to check that. Yeah, yeah, because I don't. I honestly, I don't remember that. But the point is, is that yeah, it, she's basically everybody sees. Okay, back up. Everybody respects Natalia, no doubt. She comes from wrestling royalty, right? And she's definitely got the skills. She was the last one trained in the Heart Dungeon. She's got the credentials, man. But yeah. I think it's safe to say that everybody sees her as an enhancement talent or a jobber for lack of a better word. And I mean, it's just, that's just the fact. Unfortunately, it doesn't mean that she's not good at what she does. She is. I mean, that's why WWE puts her with some of these other talent to enhance them. Yeah. I get it though, man. I mean, you, you bust your ass day in, day out for this company. They don't want to push you, but they'll want to push somebody else who just got into the same company you're with, you know what I mean? Like it's it that's gotta sting. It's yeah, gotta for real. sting. Well, yeah. So Natalia has held the Divas Championship and the SmackDown Women's Championship, okay, as well as the Women's Tag Team Championship. So okay, so she does have some yeah some gold under her belt, basically. Yeah. Okay. 
So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that. I don't know if they're going to do another farting angle to kind of, because <laughs> she's in hot water. But yeah, but I wonder if it has anything to do with like her uh, OnlyFans thing she has with her sister. Maybe like WWE's okay with it. Oh, she's got an OnlyFans? I thought she did. I know her sister does. Look that up. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, she's cooking, right? That's what it is. Is she's cooking? But yeah, I guess. I'm cooking what? I don't know. Cooking <laughs> <Poutine> pie. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Only time will tell. Um, one thing I did want to bring up is, did you? Uh, oh, wow. He's giving me a little message here. This is the first time this happened. Oh, yeah, because you're showing uh, where the time remaining. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. We'll, we'll, I'll watch the clock here. It, it actually gives us a good chance to go to break here in a couple of minutes anyway. So, yeah. Um, one thing I want to mention before we go to break is uh, did you happen to see the newest uh, WWE biography uh, on A&E with The Undertaker? I haven't yet. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not going to say anything just yet. Um, so, and after that came on, a uh, A&E's got these great shows, man. And the one they did after that was the like they, they, it's like the greatest rivalries. Yeah. And they started off with Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. But the added difference to it though is they actually have a panel. And if I remember correctly, it was Tamina, Kofi Kingston. Oh god, who was the other ones? I know it was like hosted by Freddie Prince Jr., believe it or not. Oh, wow. Well, he yeah. worked for WWE for a while. He did. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, man, it was so interesting. And, I mean, when it comes to, especially when it comes to Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, I, I think I know a lot about it already because I've seen so many. And you know me. I'm, I'm one of those wrestling historian guys yeah. like, watching those documentaries Same. and everything. So, yeah, I know. So, it was really cool to see it, even though I knew a lot of the stuff they were already talking about. But to see the perspective from like a Freddie Prince Jr. who was a writer, you know what I mean, and, and stuff like that. So it was really, really good stuff. And as far as the documentary with Undertaker, it was excellent. So, so good. Um, it was great because we, you get to see – you got to go see it, man, because you actually get to see photos of him way back in the day. Nice. They even showed footage of his first match. And you've heard him talk about his first match. That yeah. He, had, he wrestled with Bruiser Brody. Yes. They showed footage of the match. And Percy Pringle, a.k.a. Paul Bear, right? That was when they first were together. And I didn't know this. Uh, you might have, but I didn't. That first match, Undertaker was under a mask. Really? Yes. Oh, interesting. It was crazy. And then the other thing that I didn't know that was really interesting to me. Now, I want you to think about this. Put put the picture in your head of uh, a young Undertaker. Okay? No facial hair, just a young Undertaker. When he broke into the business, the first place he went to was Dallas, Texas. And he went to um, the uh, Sportatorium okay. where the Von Erichs were famous. That's where they right. had world-class championship wrestling. Ran into Fritz Von Erich. Okay? Nice. The legend. Fritz, you know why Fritz signed him or put him on, you know, with them there? Hmm. It's because he 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 said that he looked like David Von Erich. Okay. I didn't see it until I heard it. And then I because I remember the Von Erichs very well. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm thinking about it. I'm like, holy crap, he does look like David. Like the spitting image of him. 
and dude, that just blew my mind, bro. It really blew my mind. Now I gotta go watch it. Yeah, I never knew that. They had footage of him there. They had footage of him when he went into the Memphis territories. Yeah. Uh, and and when he won his first championship over Jerry Lawler, they had that footage. Um, it was great, man. They had some old pictures of him when he used to play basketball. Oh, you know, I remember that. Yeah, it was it was great, and and it was it was a two hour documentary. Wow. Uh, because like it was like the first hour was all about pre Undertaker, basically. Because their other biographies are usually like an hour. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So like the first hour was basically like pre Undertaker, and then the second hour was all Undertaker and like the 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 big. You know, like they definitely talked about his his rivalry with Kane and right. when, he, when he first came into the into the WWE and how that happened, the origins of that story and everything else. It was a great, great documentary. You definitely have to go and check it. I out. gotta go watch it. Yeah, now and and for you that are listening, if you haven't seen it, man, I'm telling you, you gotta go check it out. It was awesome. It's yeah. been a busy week, sir. Oh, I know, I know. I get, it. I get it. I get it. Even though I've been on vacation all week, it's been a busy week. <laughs> oh, and by the way, congrats on the new vehicle. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank very you. Beautiful, very beautiful. It's, it's sexy. Yeah, no doubt. I saw that. It movie. actually sparkles like it's got like the 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 paint is like in the sun. You can see a glitter. Oh, that's awesome. It looks that freaking awesome. awesome. Of course, my father-in-law, he saw it. He's like, you know, I'm gonna get you a big silver star to put on there. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, and then, of course, I have to say, man, as we're talking here, I might release a, a video clip from this show. I'm not, I haven't decided yet, but if I do, uh, the viewers at home will get to see it. But I am jealous of your room right now. I am <laughs> my so, new my my little secret room. Yes, I am so jealous. You just surrounded by action figures and toys and i mean it's it looks odd. how long did it take you to get all that together man there's honestly there's like about four or five bins that not even in the room wow <laughs> um wow. i kind of put what i could it's like wrapped around the room so yeah um but yeah it took me a few days just to go through everything and decide what i'm gonna put up what i wasn't right right so there's still stuff that's not put up you know i right. kind of get most of my superman stuff but Wow. Yeah, there's definitely still some bins sitting in the garage I haven't yeah. had to put back. I was like, they're not going to fit. <laughs> I got you. I got you. That's awesome, man. Um, I'm definitely going to start doing that to this room that I'm in. Man, go my, for it. My office. Um, but yeah, dude, that that looks that looks amazing. Um, I got to go to wife. She let me have this. She can. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm jealous. That's all I can yeah. say. I'm jealous. <laughs> and it just gives me more. It gives me a reason to buy more toys. That's for sure. I'm just saying. I'm gonna have to go back a little since I bought a car. So. Yeah, <laughs> you know, slow down. Yeah, slow down a little bit, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think if with mine, the the difference from yours, because you, everybody knows you're a big Superman fan, so you got a lot of Superman stuff. Um, I know you're also a Star Wars fan and things like right. that too. Um, with me, it's kind of equal. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, as you know, but of course, a huge wrestling fan. Right. Um, but also, I'm a huge, you know, music fan, just like you are. So I think I'm going to make mine a mixture of things. Like you're going to yeah. see posters of, of wrestling. You might see posters of bands that I'm, that I like. Um, I'll have all kinds of uh, action figures up and stuff. So I definitely want to do something. Oh, and we're totally off the subject here, but I just have to ask. Okay. Where'd you get that shelf behind you? Cause I need something like that. The five shelf. Uh, yeah. Walmart. Really? I have one on that corner. And I have one on this corner over here. Oh, dude, I need one of those. I need to get. But one. The, the one on this corner is uh, kind of like my uh, my dad's stuff because he was a big Star Trek fan. So right. when he passed, I got all his stuff. So yeah, his stuff's there and all my He Man 
toys are. I opened them all. I literally spent a night opening up toys to put them out Dude, on display. That is amazing. Cool. All right, we're gonna take a little break. When we come back, we're gonna get more into this week in in uh, professional wrestling. We're gonna talk some AEW, um, and uh, and we're just kind of gonna we're we're just kind of winging it today, man. Just having a good yeah, time. Definitely we're talking about what's been going on. So uh, keep it right here. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. All right. Fellas, I know how it is. Your hair and beard are looking rough and you need to get it taken care of right away. The problem is, where do you go? Well, say no more, because I have the perfect place just for you. At Hanley's Good Time and Barbershop, you'll get that fresh cut and trim by well-trained professionals who know just how to get what you want, a man's cut and a man's trim. Dallas, Jawan, and Derek will hook you up with your tailored-to-you cut along with a straight razor shave and a relaxing hot towel treatment. These fellas will give you that old-school treatment where you sit back and relax and unwind while you get back to looking like a gentleman should. When you walk in the door, talk to old Dal and let him know that Rob T. and Kayfabe Chris sent you and he'll offer you a complimentary cold one or a shot of whiskey. Stop by 322 West Hopkins Street in San Marcos, Texas, or go online and make your appointment today at HanleysBarbershop.com. Hanley's Good Time and Barbershop, where good times and good vibes make for a great look. feeling by the way man i'm good like i said i just have um some stuffed ears okay but um that's just like allergies i think it's just drainage in there gotcha gotcha okay well good i'm glad at least you which kind of sucks because um like this sunday is the sunday that uh daniel and i do the music at church yeah he uh, called me yesterday so that if i could do it by myself so i'm doing acapella and i can't really hear myself so (laughs) and you know how as a musician your ears are a big factor when you're singing definitely definitely oh that does suck man you'll you'll be all right though i told you i need some of that mexican shit with the candle and the newspaper (laughs) light it up it works (laughs) i know that (laughs) light it up light up a joint Anyway, we are back, and uh, thank you guys so much again for tuning in. And let's talk more what's been going on this week. Uh, let's talk AEW, man. AEW. I'm assuming I'm assuming you saw Dynamite. I did. What did you? What was your overall take on Dynamite? I thought it was a decent Dynamite. You know, it was. Um, I was surprised at the at the last match. To be honest with you. Yeah, especially after what Keith Lee tweeted earlier in the day. Yes. I was actually surprised with the outcome yeah. as well. So you're not the only one. Yeah. What def- a match, though. It was. It definitely took me for a swerve, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Whose house? <laughs> Whose house? Uh, no, no doubt about it. There was so that many- that um flip that Keith Lee did outside the ring. <laughs> yes. Over the top I rope. I was like, okay, all right, I see you, Keith Lee. So it's possible we can do it. Yeah, I don't know. About- <laughs> we just need the elevation that's what it is and i don't get much elevation unfortunately <laughs> so you don't get high no i don't i don't but anyway oh. uh great match though and yeah 
new AEW Tag Team Champions are. I'm honestly surprised more so because uh, the Young Bucks just won it like a month ago, less than a month ago. Yeah, and it seems, well, in the past, it's always seemed like whenever the Young Bucks were in a match, they always won. Yeah. It was like they never lost. Yeah. Great matches, right? But it was like they never lost. I mean, it makes sense from, if you want to look at the the size difference, it right. makes sense to put them on the bigger team. Of course, of course. You know, um, I give credit, though, with Swerve. The stuff he does in the ring, man, it's crazy. Amazing. Yeah, it's amazing, definitely. Now, I'm glad you started off with that match because I heard a snippet of, uh, I think it was off of a podcast of JR talking, right? I don't know if he was, I don't know how old it was or the clip was or anything like that. I think it was pretty recent, but he said something in this clip that really resonated with me because I completely agree with what he said in it. And let me tell you what he basically said. Um, of course, I'm not going to say it word for word, but he was basically saying that he feels the, I guess the problem with professional wrestling right now is that it needs to slow down. And he wasn't just talking about AEW only. He was just mm -hmm. saying in general. Now, in my opinion, I think it happens mainly with AEW. Granted, this is coming from someone who only watches AEW and WWE. I don't watch anything else. Right. But I, I, he, he, man, he gave such a great analogy with it. He says that he tells the talent that when you're in the ring, it's like a stand-up comedian. And this is what he meant. When a stand-up comedian tells his joke, he waits basically for the reaction mm -hmm. you want that joke to hit you want it to land on the audience before you go to the next joke and you wait to hear the reaction and then you go to that next joke you know based on the reaction and what he's saying is is that a lot of the talent that's out there right now they're not waiting it's just move after move after move after move spectacular moves mind you but really fast and I'm kind of so I like I said I agree with JR. I like watching those fast-paced matches, but the problem that I have with it is the continuity and the believability. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like you do a um oh, what do you call that flipping power driver move? Um you know what I'm talking about. The Michinoku driver? No, no, the the one that the young bucks do all the time. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. If that were really done on someone legit right legit wise right legitimately yeah. they ain't gonna get up in two seconds no you know what not i mean at all so when it happens and i've seen young bucks matches where they they pull that move outside the ring and the dudes back up yeah you know what i mean so it's awesome uh athleticism they pull it italia <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty much it's awesome athleticism it's awesome awesome uh just they're, they're, they're great athletes, no doubt about it. Yeah. But I think it hurts them in the long run because now, unfortunately, today's wrestling fan seems to be only attracted by the moves. Yeah. That's not what's supposed to pull you in. It's supposed to be the story. Yeah. And unfortunately, when you do that, there's not a lot of story. Yeah. You know, you know I remember back in uh, the first Tough Enough, uh, Triple H visited the, the students that were training for Tough Enough, and he said himself, he says, he asked them, what do we do? You know, from the second we walk out of the curtain to the second we walk back through the curtain, we tell a story and we tell it with our bodies. And that's, a you know, 
again, AEW starting to show a little bit of kinks as far as storytelling in the ring. Not so much outside the ring as far as like match to match to match, but the in-ring in performance of the wrestlers is starting to get, not want to say comical, but it's it's becoming too much. Yes. You know, and there's yes. something, you know, and maybe they're trying to balance out that whole sports entertainment versus wrestling thing that they have going on with the Jer- Jericho's Appreciation Society. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're playing that in there with them. Right, right. But the Young Bucks aren't part of that storyline for them to be, you know, no, doing that. But that's always been the Young Bucks' way of style. Like they, And that's the thing that gets me, man. The Young Bucks are veterans. Yeah. Like, they should know better. They started the damn company. Yeah, and they should know better about the storytelling thing. Like, they should be laying off a little bit on move after move after move after move. Exactly. You know, like, okay, I can expect it from the younger talent, right, that just came off the indie scene. They're coming into the company. That, to me, gets a pass, right, because you got to get acclimated to it and everything. But the fact that the Young Bucks are still doing it, that just – uh, it irks me, bro. Yeah. It does. I'm Especially a, in a match that, you know, two of the biggest guys in, in the AEW with Powerhouse Hobbs and Keith Lee. Right. Like, and don't get me wrong, Keith Lee's pretty athletic for his size and Powerhouse right. Hobbs, same. But, you know, you don't want to have too much of that in a match like that. I mean, we've seen that with, you know, Rey Mysterio and the big show back in WWE, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, okay. I'm a Young Bucks fan to, you know, to a certain extent. Right. But they suck at storytelling. Bottom line. They they just, they do. Um, vignettes, great. Uh, backstage promos, great. Uh, they're entertaining, um, funny. They can get under your skin. All great qualities to have as a professional wrestler slash sports entertainer. Right. But in the ring, great, like I said before, great athleticism awesome moves that they can they put on and everything else but the storytelling aspect of being in the ring they suck at it man and the selling like they don't sell yes exactly exactly i remember a match they had with the lucha brothers and they were doing that what do they call it the super kick party or whatever yeah right and and the super kicks look brutal and of course they sounded brutal right because they do that whole slap sound right. or whatever right and i remember they got hit uh by the lucha brothers and then they kind of staggered for a second, and then they kicked the Lucha Brothers. Yeah, and they were going back and forth for a couple of times, and and then I was just sitting there like, wait a second, okay, that's a bit much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you were really getting kicked, that's not how you would respond. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I get it. It is entertaining to a certain extent, but and I don't care, people. If you want to say it's because we're old school fans or whatever, fine. You're entitled to your opinion, but. That to me is not good storytelling. Yeah, and it's not even so much they're they're selling, beginning the maneuver put on them. Even sometimes when they they you know they've been in the match for a while, the match is you know they're it's brutal. They don't even sell the the fact that they're fatigued when they pull off a move. It's like, come on. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know, man. It's at this point, especially because AEW is is pretty much going on the third year that they've been around. Yeah. I, I really am kind of in doubt that they're going to change, Yeah, which which sucks. Well, know? what's interesting is I saw a meme and I meant to send it to you, but it's one of those memes where like the guy sitting behind a table and he's just like, change my mind, you know, kind of Yes, thing. yes, I know the one you're talking about. But it's about. Roman Reigns and uh, Paul Heyman. It says, AEW wouldn't be as good as it is with all the former WWE talent there. 
changed my mind. <laughs> Damn. That's a good point, though. That's I'm just a, saying. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a really good point. Um, Dude, it, 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 it so in a sense, the AEW wouldn't be where it is right now if it wasn't for WWE. Yeah. Damn. Oh, think, that think about hurts. that. That kind of hurts. It does, right? <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. They still have some of their homegrown talent, but they have a lot of veterans and a lot of, yeah. you know, alumni yeah. from WWE that's really carrying some of these stories. Yeah, and let's let's look. Okay, so let's look right now at, at some of the good stories that are that are being told. Right off the top of my head, I can tell you, Christian. Yeah. The story he's telling right now, he's knocking it out of the park. Definitely. And where is he from? Yeah, Canada. W- <laughs> <laughs> WWE. Yeah. Um, the uh, whole thing with uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society. You got Great. Jericho. You got Jake Hager. Yes. Now Cesaro or Claudio. Claudio. Yeah. You had Brian, Brian Danielson was in there. You know, William Regal. Yes. Uh, John Moxley. Yes. All ex-WWE. You know, dude, let's go to another storyline. that You got Ruby Soho now in that too. True. True. Now let's go to another story that hasn't been told as much, but it's still there. And that's the House of Black. Yeah. That's another good story. Who's in that? All of WWE. Exactly. Except for Bronson or whatever his name is. Which one? Um, The guy in uh, House of Black. The Brody King? Yes, it's Brody He's King. from NXT. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. So the only ones are the Lucha Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Julia Hart, I guess. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's a good point, man. That's a really, really good point. And a valid point. Yeah. And a valid point. Um, damn, dude. I didn't even think about that till you said it. That's yeah, that's a mind blower. Going yeah. back to uh Christian. Christian right now, dude, I I'm not even gonna say I hate to say it. It's it's actually pretty awesome. So the biggest heel in AEW was MJF. Yeah. And then all the shit happened with MJF. Now it's Christian. Which before we thought was a storyline. Yeah. With MGF is now right. turned into a shoot. Right. So. And it ended up being a shoot. You're right. But let me tell you how good Christian is. Christian has become the top heel. He's so good that I don't know about you, and I may be jumping the gun here and making the statement, but I'm just going by what I see. We don't forgot about MJF. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I no nobody's talked about him. The only thing that I saw was a small little glimpse of a fan that was dressed like him on Wednesday. That was it. Yeah. Other than that, you haven't heard a peep about MJF or from anything, nope. social media, anything. And Christian right now has everyone hating him. He is hitting it on all cylinders when it comes to getting heat. Yeah, and the fact that he um, referenced Brian Pillman's uh, father. Oh, dude, yeah, and I was not surprised because no. he's been he's been doing that since he since he turned heel. Yeah, I mean, look at what he told Matt Hardy last week. Yeah, you know, it seems like Jeff's the Jeff's actually the more sober one than you are, or whatever. Yeah, it was. and like he's it's said, not even so much that he's tiptoeing the line; he's stepping over that line. Yes, yes, and and it's dude, it's making for must see television. Yeah, no doubt about Definitely. it. Definitely, no doubt about it. So Christian, and I don't know about you. But I like this Luchasaurus. Yeah. I mean, when he was with Jungle Boy, I was a fan to a certain extent. But I'm not going to lie. I still saw it as very hokey, very corny. You know what I mean? 
But now looking at it, it's like Luchasaurus is a force to be reckoned with. And he kind of comes out kind of Kane-esque because of the fire and everything. Yeah. It it, it reminds me a lot of, of Kane. So and... I think that when uh, Jungle Boy comes back, we're going to get the Xbox and Kane tag team 2.0. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And see, and that's another thing. That's That's another thing that I don't know if other people see of just how good Christian is. Christian is putting Jungle Boy over to the moon, and Jungle yeah. Boy's not even there. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean. Exactly. So when Jungle Boy comes back, that pop is. Well, Griff Garrison was there. He looked like Jungle Boy. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, and, and that's exactly my point. You know, he keeps bringing Jungle Boy into the into the conversation. Yeah, and I'm telling you, when he comes back, that place is gonna pop. Oh yeah, definitely for Jungle Boy. Definitely. Huge man. So uh, Christian. Dude, A plus, A plus job that he's doing. Um, what else is notable on AEW that you? Can well, the opening match, the Orange Cassidy versus Wardlow. Oh, dude, that was great. That was um, that was one of those matches where you can almost see it go either way. Yes, entertaining you know, with, as hell, dude. Oh yeah, like with I mean, all the spots, all the the stupid quote unquote corny spots, they worked. Yeah, they freaking worked. It was. I loved it. It was a great. It great was match. a very good match, and the the fact that Wardlow, even though he's still being portrayed as his dominant, you know, character, he's still selling to the point where he makes Orange Cassidy, who's a smaller person, smaller wrestler to compare to him, right. look good. Yes, and the realistic that you know these guys can he can wrestle and he can he wrestle. Can. He can. And you and, know, and the one thing that I will say when I was watching this match that really impressed me is. Well, I mean, and in this, and it can be said for both of them. I think Orange Cassidy, if I'm not mistaken, he's been on the indie scene for many years. Yeah. So he's really a veteran. But Wardlow, I don't think has. Mm-mm. And the way that Wardlow sold and just performed in that match, dude, it was like he was a pro. It's basically what they did with Goldberg, but he's doing it right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's not just freaking five minute matches. Right. You know, he's actually in there. He's got some character. You know what I'm saying? He's got some charisma in what he does. Um, he definitely comes off as a big beast. But like you said, he's selling the the other opponent. He's making the other opponent look like a million bucks. Yeah. I mean, Wardlow, he's going to be a top babyface, I'm telling you. I'm definitely. Telling you. Yeah. Great match. I'd be interested to see if after this, you know, this thing with Jungle Boy, depending on when he comes back, if they don't put Luchasaurus in that title picture with Wardlow. Because that would be an interesting. That would be. That would be. Um, I'll tell you what's a shame. And, and I don't know the reason why. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes or anything. But when I think of big guys, imposing guys, you know, um, freaking just guys that come off as monsters, right? Yeah. Lance, Lance Archer, man. He needs to be in the picture. Yeah. Can you imagine a three-way with Lance Archer? Freaking uh, Wardlow. We're talking about wrestling, right? Yes, talking about wrestling. Okay. <laughs> Lance Archer, Wardlow, and uh, Luchasaurus, bro. Oh man, man, that would be an awesome sight. I mean, you're talking about high power moves, selling yeah. like crazy. Who's the bigger monster? You know what I mean? I I don't know what's going on with the Lance Archer thing. They were on a roll with Jake the Snake Roberts being his manager. They were on yeah. a roll with everything. I don't know what happened with that. I think he's a great talent. He's he's a veteran. He actually comes from WWE too. 
Yeah. Because he was there for a while. He was a, uh, what was his name? Lance, uh, Lance Hoyt. Lance Hoyt, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was Lance Hoyt. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. Only time will tell what's going to happen with him as, as far as AEW goes. But, um, yeah, man, definitely, definitely a great way to start the match. I still love how AEW just starts off with getting you into the action. Not yeah. like not like WWE where they start off with talking your ear off. Yeah, like a twenty minute promo yeah. in the ring and exactly. then commercial break. Exactly. With this, you get right into the action and yeah. and it's balls out action, bro. I love it. I love it. It's that's why I'm still right now very And they still do it within a two hour span. Yes. Yes. It's it's not three hours. Yeah. I, I mean, I really hope they, they don't go to three hours because you're getting to me you're getting just the right amount of action in that two hours yeah you know and, be, and the cool thing is, is that when you get to the end of the show you're just like oh damn the main event already yeah exactly. you know what i mean and and it yeah it was it, it was awesome for sure now for sure. let me ask you what did you think about the claudio and hager match it was good i okay. did like it i i like the fact that they have a history i love the fact that the announcers mentioned the history yeah they didn't dance around it. They they brought it. Now, did you notice that Hager looked? Not want to. I don't want to say green. Just that he hasn't been in a singles match in a long time. Yes, and he could tell. You you noticed it. Yeah. Not only that, you can tell Claudio, he's he's a pro. Yeah. He's he's got the it factor, man. Uh, I'm so glad he is in AEW, man. I really am. Now, personally, this is just me. He needs to get rid of the damn uh freaking airplane gimmick. The oh, the helicopter thing. Yeah, he helicopter thing that he does with everybody. I get it. Fans dig it or whatever. I just for the way he's coming out, it's it's almost like uh the Brian Danielson thing. Brian Danielson comes out in AEW and it's like he's the wrestler's wrestler. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how Claudio seems to me. Yeah. He is what you aspire to be in the sport of professional wrestling, right? So here I am watching this guy on TV who's about to put on a clinic, and then he starts spinning his opponent around. I'm like, what the hell? Now, I I agree with you there, but I do think before they pull that maneuver from him, they need to do a dynamite that ends with him spinning his opponent and start a rampage with him still spinning that opponent. (laughs) (laughs) So for the people on TV... It's happening simultaneously. But exactly. When you, when you get on Rampage, you're like, holy shit, he's been spinning him for two days? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, now that's good. That that's would be really awesome. Good. That is really good. <laughs> we'll see if Tony Khan does it. Tony Khan, you got to give us credit if you do. <laughs> I'm just saying, you need to. <laughs> we want royalties for that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, oh, my man. God. I was uh, not to take away... Um from the AEW talking, but kind of referencing back to the first segment, I was well, looking at TikTok during the break, yeah. and it was a uh, WWE fans when uh, the first show goes uh, TV 14, yeah. now coming to the ring, Seth fucking Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that would be awesome. Funny. So were there any other matches on, on Dynamite for you that really stuck out? <sighs> I know there were a couple on there that seemed to be kind of fillers. You know, yeah, um, for the most part. I mean, the Moxley and the Konosuke. Uh, yeah, match, I really wasn't interested in it, but no. it was a good match. It was a good match, but it wasn't anything like I was like, oh, I'm, I'm excited to see this. Like, it's right, exactly. And I think, let's be honest, it has to do with the fact that we don't know the other guy. Yeah. 
And what, what I think throws me off too with Moxley right now is they keep referencing that as the interim champion. I know. I and know. it's like, I get it. You're kind of a place, but it makes you look as a placeholder, which technically you are. But at the same time, right. it it cheapens your your title defense. Really, I have to agree. In my with opinion, that. yeah, no, no, you're you're totally right. I wish they would stop saying that. Yeah, like I mean, I get it, you know, but for now, you're an AEW champion. Yeah, they, in my opinion, they should have went with old school Razor and 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 HBK. Right, right. You know what I mean, like, just say he's the champion. That's how it is. And then when CM Punk comes back. He can come back and be like, no, I'm the real champion. And then, boom, you got your storyline right there. Exactly. It worked in the past. It can work again. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I, I honestly think they should have went that route. But I mean, they kind of did that. But see, they kind of did that with uh, with when uh, Punk left with the title and then yeah. came back when John Cena won it. Yes, yes. So maybe that's because it's been played out in a sense. But that's the thing, though. It hasn't. I'm Dude. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I know I'm not wrong, so you won't correct me. But a lot of storylines that you see have been done to death. They yeah. still work, though. Yeah. I mean, come on. Dude, the four horsemen freaking slammed, I don't even remember who, but their hand in a in the car. They just did it with the Ruby Soho last week. Yeah. You know what I mean? These things, and, and, and the reason they keep doing them is because they work. By the way, Ty Conte cannot do a promo worse shit. No, she cannot. She needs to shut the hell up. That uh, that was just trash. That was very trash. Yeah, I did not like that at all. That was like y'all. Like y'all at this point, Maurice does a better promo than Ty Conti. Okay. Uh, the other one that walks a fine line with 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 promos is uh, Thunder Rosa. Yeah. She walks a fine line. And now she's got thunderstorm. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I I I don't know. I'd take them on. <laughs> I would too, but it just seems like they're again they're cheapening the AEW Women's Championship now because yeah. they're you know consulting here with a tag team. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You know if they're if they're going to do that, then and you haven't even seen anything from Britt Baker who lost the title to her. Like, where was that rematch? I know. You know, like I know. There, there's nothing. Again, it goes back to WWE having the stronger women's division right now. Yes, I agree. I agree. They definitely need to build up the women's division more in AEW. No doubt. You mean, I mean, if anything, they're focusing more on uh, Jade Cargo and her yes. TBS championship than they yes. are with the AEW Women's Championship. Yes. Oh, and speaking of that, I got to say, I was really excited to see. Um, oh, why is her name slipping my mind now? That sucks. <laughs> so the, the match that Jade Cargo had with the. Uh, that other girl that I can't I can't believe I just her name slipping my mind. The one that looks Mexican. That's Mer- now there. Mercedes Martinez? No, 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 no. No, she's a Ring of Honor champion. Yeah, no, no. Uh, oh my god, I can't believe it. I am so sorry if she hears this. <laughs> um anyway, my point was that uh I talked to her. Like I got to meet her at uh the wrestling event in Buda. Whenever I went, what was it, last year or the year before? The Mission Pro Wrestling? Yes, she was there. She wrestled. I got to meet her there. And then um, I think I took a picture with her. And then we were talking over Twitter. And then she sent me an autograph uh, picture. Nice. And, uh, like, and it wasn't just one, like, you signed, she signed her name. She actually put, Rob, thanks for the support. And, yeah. You know, sign, sign the picture. Layla, there you go. Layla, Layla Hirsch. Layla, no, not Layla, Layla Hirsch. Layla, what was it Layla Rose or something like that? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was really exciting to see her 
on AEW because I'm I'm just kind of like, hey man, that's the I I was you know talking to her and everything. Even as a jobber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. So it was it was, no, it was cool. I was really like, it's kind of funny. It was like I was proud of her, you know, even though she's not really a friend or anything like that. But it was just somebody that I met. Yeah, I know cool. her. Yeah. Cause, cause it, I mean, she was she was in an indie promotion. That's where I yeah. saw her, and now here she is on national television. You know, so uh, so yeah, I just thought that was uh, that was really awesome. But listen, we need to take another break. All right, all right. So we'll be back uh, shortly, and um, I honestly don't know what the hell we're gonna talk about when we come back, but we'll just keep talking. So, I guess uh, so. Yeah, but we'll so be right we back. Yeah, we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. So keep it here. We'll be right back. Going on 10 years in the community, Metroflex Gym has been the place for back-to-basics, no-fluff training. At Metroflex, you'll have the resources available to you to reach your fitness goals, whatever they may be. Owner Daniel Haggerty is available and ready to help guide you in the proper direction to get the best results for your health. Want to lose weight, increase stamina, or gain mass? Daniel Haggerty is a licensed trainer with over 25 years' experience in nutrition and training and knows how to get the most out of your workouts. Come by today for a visit at 2101 Clovis Barker Road, San Marcos, Texas, or call to make an appointment for a tour at 512-878-8575. Homegrown in the community and veteran-owned, Metroflex Gym is the hardcore training place for a hardcore workout. Call today. Yes, we are. We got a few I'm more minutes. Out of space. <laughs> that's we not are back. Survivor either. No, that's not my Survivor either. I don't know what's wrong with me, man. Jeez. <laughs> Suck today. It's been a long day. I've been up early. Yeah, man. You, you Car shopping will do that to you, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. But you got your vehicle. Now you're home. I do. It's all pretty. You're good. I know. I can't it's gorgeous. Wait. I can't wait to go for a ride in your vehicle. Oh, I'll give you a ride, puppy. <laughs> <laughs> your vehicle your vehicle oh the vehicle okay my bad yeah, yeah. anyway um listen we, we got a few more minutes left um right before we uh started this we talked about what we wanted to talk about and i think you brought up a very very good subject and i think it's a subject that you can't ignore because right now it's it's very prevalent in both big companies in, it's having in an impact on everything right now yes for sure and that is go ahead and let everybody know Basically, the injuries. The injuries are, are stacking up on both ends between WWE and AEW. For sure. Um, For sure. We see, I don't want to say it's a scrambling because, I mean, for one, WWE has been in this business for God knows how many. Ever. Forever. You know, they've, yeah. this man has been through plenty of interns for this. So, um, but he gave a lot of money away. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, he already knows. You know, storylines have to change based that's on good shit. Injury. That's good shit. <laughs> he knows it's got to change storylines based on where the injuries come. And uh, AW, for their part, has done a good job um, to kind of go with the flow. Also, you know, but yeah, the injuries are stacking up. And it's 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 showing in some of the the things that are going on. To be honest with you, I heard that um, one of the young bucks. I want to say it was Nick Jackson. Yes, he got injured in the match. Exactly. Yeah, I, I didn't so there's see another what injury one. Was did you? I don't know. Okay, 
but he yeah, probably no right. sold it. So yeah, you're right though, because because as soon as I read that that he got injured, I'm like, there goes another one. There goes another yep. one. So so Chris, what the one bites the dust? That's so Queen. Yes, very good. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> and do you know what wrestler used that as their theme song? No. Who? Junkyard Dog. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. He did. Yeah, I just schooled you. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> See if I take you for right now. <laughs> In my lum machine, baby. Anyway, um, so for those for our listeners that maybe don't know, what are some of the prevalent injuries right now? Like the the most notable ones. Um. Well, obviously on WWE side, we have the biggest one, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, of course. You know, Cody Rhodes injured. Rhea Ripley. (laughs) Porn Peck. Rhea Ripley. By the way, I got to say this to our listeners out there, to all the, I'm not just going to say male listeners, but to those that like, you know. The Ripley-holics? Yes, there you go. The Ripley-holics. I I highly recommend you searching the picture of her wearing her heart monitor because do it, Chris. Do it. Up a beat. Do it. Do it. Do do the growl. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that was one hell of a picture. That was yes, so very uh, much so. She's wearing the same heart monitor I had to wear for 30 days. So, you showed me, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she has to wear it that long, but I find it interesting that... Well, technically, you wore it for longer than 30 days because you fucked up when you started wearing it. <laughs> you are not lying. <laughs> You are not lying. Um, now, listen, uh, I find it very interesting because her injury was basically her kicking herself in her head, yeah. in, in her teeth, really, because yeah. she'd need herself, hit her, hit her teeth. So at first it was like, oh, we thought it was just her teeth, like she had a tooth yeah. injury or something. Then come to find out, no, it's a head injury. Yeah. But now she has to wear a heart monitor. Like, what's? I'm wondering if, like, if she got like a scan or something. If something else revealed itself that they were concerned about, and that's the reason they're doing it. Man, I I guess that's definitely a possibility. But I mean, this—it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It didn't seem like it was that big of a deal. But at the same time, having said that, let's go back many, many years ago to Shawn Michaels landing on that casket, barely touching it. Right. Yeah. And. He ended up messing up his back, and that's basically what put him out of out of his career for a while. Yeah, you know, and it didn't look like much on television. No, if you go back and look at that match. He he grazes the 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 casket. Yeah, but it did damage. So, yeah, I I really man, I really hope she gets she gets better, and I hope it's not as serious as, as it looks because right now it looks like it's something pretty serious. Uh, yeah. So so who are some other ones that are? Uh, well, we know Biggie's out still. Yes, uh, good news on Biggie. He's not going to need surgery. He's not going to need surgery um, right now. They said it's not an option on the table. He's basically going to rehab it. Yeah, and it's but he also year, gave right? an interview that said that you know if this is you know if he can't ever wrestle again, he's okay with that. Ooh, wow. You know, um, he said he basically said you know what we're all thinking is that it could have been a lot worse. He could have been paralyzed. He could have been having to relearn how to live. You know, right. as a paraplegic or something. Right. So for him to be able to still function, you know, that's that's got to be more of a gift than ever being able to wrestle again. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So, um, Bailey's still out. Oh my God, she has to be on the verge of coming back. I don't. I, I would don't know. think. What was her injury initially? Wasn't it a knee injury? 
I think it was a knee injury. Yeah, and so... And I don't even think it was a ring injury. It was, like, done in training or something. You're right. You're right. That's right, because everybody was like, if Vince McMahon hadn't made everybody go back to the performance center, everybody yeah. was talking about that. Remember, um, she wouldn't have gotten hurt or mm-hmm. whatever it was. And she's been out for over a year, right? Mm-hmm. And he's been out for over a year. Boogs is out. He's been out since WrestleMania. Yeah, Boogs is another one. Um, um, Randy Orton's out. Now, what's the deal with Randy Orton? Have they said... Like, is, um, it, is, it, is it really an injury, or is he just... I, I think it's it's his spine, like, the years of doing the RKO. Ah, uh, okay. Because um, he's given RKOs not only in the ring, but on the outside of the ring, through tables, through announce tables, like, on Very chairs. Cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Very> pools. <laughs> pools. Um, so, I'm, I'm, I mean, sure, wear and tear, I mean... Yeah, it's going to take a toll on your body. So, he, so he is legitimately hurt. He's legitimately just, out right now. Not just storyline. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so, and not to mention, like, the small minor injuries that are keeping people off TV. Kevin Owens is out, but I don't know if it's an injury or not. He's been out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, he should be coming back. Last report I read, he's going to be back soon. They didn't say specifically when, but. Yeah. And, and they didn't say what it was. So, I don't know. I wonder if it was just like COVID or something. Could have been. You know. Could have been. Possible. Um, yeah, else? I mean. I thought Charlotte was out with like a small little injury that she's working on too. Must have been one hell of a honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> flexibility shit going on there. Um I mean those are kind of the bigger ones for Pull from WWE. <laughs> right? Pull the butt cheek. Ooh. I wonder if she had plastic surgery on apparently. Um, is that pretty much all the significant ones from WWE? Significant ones, yeah. Okay. You know. Okay. Now what about um, AEW? AEW and uh, we got well, we got the real AEW champion CM Punk yeah, out CM with Punk. a foot injury. It was a broken foot, wasn't it? That's what broken I heard. foot. Yeah. Um, um Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson with and, uh his larynx or something. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was the leg because remember yeah, I thought it was too, but it wasn't. Um, it happened to be some kind of a larynx. Uh, Santana's out. Yes. Uh, speaking of that, there's some sorry. tension. I know. Going off on a, on a, on a different road on that one, I heard there's actually tension between Ortiz and Santana, and yeah. Santana might actually be taking off. Yeah, like, I mean, his like, contract expires, I think, in August or September. Right, and and even if the injury hadn't happened, it sounds like his his plan was to leave, basically. Yeah. So I find that very interesting, and it comes from a pretty good source, someone that knows him well, Conan. Yeah. So, um, Ruby Soho, I pray that the, the story segment they did was based off of an injury she has to kind of ride her off for a little bit. That's not what I read. What did you I, read? I actually read something different. What did you uh, I, read? I read it's all work. Is it? Yeah, that's what I read. I read that it was all work. I'll have uh, to talk to Kingston about that. Because, because she actually had a match on the independent scene um, here recently. And okay, uh, and I think uh, I don't know. I can't remember. I think she won the match, but she was in the ring wrestling just fine. So what I read is it's a work. So I don't know. I, I, and then of course you know we saw that one of the young bucks, Nick Jackson, potentially he, being he injured. Just got injured on on Dynamite. Um, um, Jeff Hardy's out, but that's not an injury. <laughs> Jeff uh, Hardy's out. Matt Hardy. I don't think it's he's out. He was he was a uh, attack last week, but I don't know if it's storyline or. Just yeah, writing off for some reason. Well, because I think wasn't their plan to kind of their final run basically, so he could yeah. be, he could just be buying time till Jeff comes back. 
Yeah, could we loot? Oh, well, to begin that, Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy is out. Now, he is out with legitimate injury. He's right? out with a legitimate one. What was his injury? Um, He sprained his hair or what? Concussion, <laughs> I think. Close. Uh, of some sort. Um, You mean to tell me all, co- that, all that bounce in his hair didn't cushion his hair? Right? <laughs> I still can't listen to their theme song without thinking of Ninja Turtles 3. I can't either. Whoa. It's horrible. Actually, actually, I can't hear that theme song without thinking about that Listerine commercial. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every time I hear it, I just see a bottle of Listerine on a, on a vine swinging through the jungle. I mean, you know, I'll be completely honest. I don't know if, if uh, our younger fans know about Listerine just because it's one of those commercials. And there's really no commercials nowadays. That's true. That is, You true. know, it's funny because I saw a TikTok where there, people are doing the Mentos commercial TikToks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people don't know what that is. I bet. No. No, I was actually uh, I was driving to San Marcos. I got summer moon this, this morning. I hate to make you jealous, but I got summer moon this morning. Um, yeah, when we were driving by, you know, the liquor store there that used to yeah. be the blockbuster video, and I was telling yes. my daughter about it, like what you know, the concept of renting a video a VHS movie, you know, and she had and no she was idea like, what, what talking about. <laughs> yeah, she didn't know anything. I was talking about like because she one of her new Disney shows dropped this morning. And I was like, man, you're lucky that you can watch it right when it comes, like. I had to wait to go rent a movie, you know? Yep. yep. Oh, man. I only got to watch it, like, maybe twice that weekend. <laughs> there's, so. So, there's been so much of that stuff that has popped up lately that I've seen. I saw a TikTok the other day where uh, a mom was with her with her kid, like her daughter. Her daughter looked like she was maybe about 12, something like that. And they were in the garage where she was cleaning, and she found an old cassette. And oh, nice. her daughter was like, what's this? This looks like some archive shit or something. <laughs> How did you listen to it? Like, do you have to shake it to hear it? Like, well, I saw someone that's like, uh, some kid found this, and it was the Guns N' Roses Civil War single, and it was like, is this from the Civil War? <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. That's just horrible. That's terrible. horrible. They just made the list. No, they just made the list. Um, yeah, the the injuries are just they're stacking up. Um, yeah. And it does delay, you know, storylines or it does alter storylines, you know. Um, I'm sure that eventually they were going to turn Christian Cage, but I think they turned him a little earlier. Yeah, yeah. based on the injury, right. and not, not only that, but based on what, you know stuff with the MJF, they needed a top heel to go with that faction. Right, right. Um, same thing with the uh, with uh, Brian Danielson out. You know, I mean, he hasn't even been on TV as like a uh, you know because sometimes they have like injured wrestlers that are still in the storyline, but they're not they're actually competing. And shit and stuff He's like not that. even there. You know, yeah, true, true. Um, you're right, man. And this is stuff that is, it's like you said, you don't want to say scrambling, but it does seem like there's a lot of scrambling going on. Yeah, because now you have to put talent that you weren't anticipating putting in a spot. Well, now you kind of have yeah. to. Because and... I think that you know WWE is like bringing in like a talent again to kind of uh, elevate the like I think a SummerSlam coming up at the end of this month. Uh-huh. They're trying to make it big because of the fact that they don't have some of their top stars in there. Right. Um, not to give anything away because we're doing it on a Friday night, so SmackDown has, has been aired already. Right. But um, there was one little thing that I saw in there that yeah, I can, it's not much of a spoiler, but is uh, Adam Pierce announced that for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions, is going to have a special referee in Jeff Jarrett. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. And, and they're doing that, I bet, because it's in Nashville. Yeah, so they're trying to get... So it can kind of make sense, like, why you're bringing in Jeff Jarrett. Bring in Jerry Lawler, shit. 
Well, he's Memphis. Still Tennessee. Yeah, but but to be real, Jerry Lawler's more associated. With, and the funny thing is, Jerry Lawler's not even from Memphis. He's actually They're bringing Jerry Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jerry Lawler's actually from Cleveland, dude. Can you believe or, that? Or Andy Kaufman can make his comeback finally. <laughs> From the grave. From the grave. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! Yeah, that'll, that'll he'll drop dead after that. Um. <laughs> well, Jim Carrey can stand in his place. That's true. That's true. That was a good um, movie. Down the moon. I've never seen it. You? <sighs> Sorry. I'm just gonna make a list of movies <laughs> that you're gonna be expected to watch, dude. And we're gonna have we're gonna have intellectual discussions about this. I did finally get to see uh, Ready to Rumble. You I did? Fi- you popped your cherry? Yes, I finally saw it, and it was so freaking stupid and cheesy that it was great. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. <laughs> it was. It kind of made up for the fact that David Arquette was the WCW yeah. champion. Yeah, but it made um, sense because when that actually happened, I was like, "Why the hell is he be- being like?" It made no sense to me at the time. Right. I get it now. You know, yeah. it was at the same time they were doing this movie. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was it was good. I got to admit it. And they had your boy Macho Man in it. Yeah, they had Macho Man. Even Sting made an appearance there at the end. Sting made an uh, appearance at the so, end there. Yeah, it was it was good. I liked it. I did enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, we're coming uh, to the, we're coming up to the end of the show. Um, I wanted to let everybody know, and I'm actually letting Chris know for the first time. He does not know this, but okay. I've got an interview lined up. Uh, can't confirm it just yet, but it's about a good maybe ninety percent that it's gonna happen. I just gotta get in touch with this gentleman, okay. um, and it'll be for next week. So hopefully all goes well. Next week on the show, we are going to have a special guest via Zoom. Okay, um, Mr. Don Rodrigo will be. Ooh, yeah, from the Born Haters. Yeah, I reached out the to him. Cup of haters. <laughs> I reached out to him uh, earlier this week. He was very interested, especially after I told him that we're doing Zoom now. So uh, he's he's interested to come on the show. I just need to get uh, get back in touch with him to find out when's a good time. Okay. Um, you know, one of those things where if he can't do it on a Wednesday, we can maybe do it another day and just add it to, you know, uh, the show, basically. Right. So, uh, but yeah, that's the plan right now is we're going to have uh, Don Rodrigo. Uh, I also talked to... My most favorite person in the world, Danny Orion. Nice. Um, he also wants to come on the show, so we'll be having him come on soon. With Culture Shock or just him? Uh, right now, as it stands, just him. Um, and I told him we're, him and I are going to air out some grievances. and Who knows? Maybe we'll put a squad. We're going to have some healing going on. Maybe. And, maybe. But, but, but I got to be real, Chris. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. It all depends on, on what happens that day. So I, like I got say. your back. I know. I know. But I'm looking forward Via to talking Zoom. with him. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to talking to him because, uh, you know, feelings set aside, he's been doing pretty well. Culture yeah. has been doing pretty well. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Danny got some gold, you know. Did you uh, say so Daddy got some gold? Danny. Oh, Danny. I heard Daddy. You're like, Daddy got some ever, gold. I ain't never going to call that fool Daddy. Hell no. Daddy um, got some gold around his waist. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Talking, I said Danny. All right. I think, I think Danny has some gold now. Um... So yeah, I I don't know I, I don't know if it's like I don't know what company it's from or anything, but I do know it's it's a championship belt. So, but uh, hopefully we'll have him on uh, soon as well. But for sure next week we should have Don Rodrigo. 
that's going to be a fun one. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to talking. Just let him talk. Yeah, he he's a character, so I think it's going to be something that our listeners are going to enjoy for sure. Definitely. So, but uh, you got anything else to say before we call it a night? Uh, no. I mean, it's uh been a good show. Like, yes, you know, it's 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 one of those shows that we kind of just winged it along the yeah. way. Yeah. But so I mean, that's the way stuff. professional wrestling works, man. Yeah, but it was good stuff. Good stuff. To it talk was good about. stuff. Um, so I can't wait for next week. So, um, yeah, but that's all I got to say too. So, listen, everybody, thank you again for tuning in. We really greatly appreciate it. Yeah, um, definitely. And, 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 and you know what? We've gotten a lot more followers on, yes. YouTube, on Facebook and stuff. Yes, and we thank you for that. Um, yeah. and I, I say this all the time. If you ever have any ideas or uh, suggestions or things you would like to hear on this show, hit us up. Let us know. You know, you can always email us and uh, reach us, reach out to us on social media. We will yeah. respond. I did have an idea for a show. Did you know? Yeah, I did. I'm not going to wrestle in applesauce. I told you that already. Fuck. <laughs> What was your pudding idea? and pudding? <laughs> no, I actually have a, an old friend. Baby, <laughs> yeah, I have an old friend. She was actually commenting when we did our live stream for WrestleMania. Okay. But um, she had posted her uh, her thirteenth anniversary with her husband, uh-huh. and she told a story about how you know they kind of worked together because we worked together at Target, and that they they got to know each other and they realized they had a mutual love for professional wrestling nice. that kind of brought them together to the point where they ended up getting married. Ah, that's awesome. So that might be interesting to take so a part. Little, a know. little wrestling love story. Yeah, you know. a little love and wrestling that's there. Cool. That's cool. It'd be um, interesting that, to maybe interview and see how that part takes into that their relationship. I like that. I like that idea. That would be great. Mine's kind of more of a flip side story because uh, I'll say this real quick before we end the show. When uh, Melissa and I were first dating, um, I got her into wrestling. She watched some uh, some stuff with me. She started to really like it. Yeah. In fact, our first Valentine's Day together, um, we went out, had beer and wings, right? There was a place in San Marcos years ago used to be called uh, Wow World of Wings. I remember. Was, yeah. So we went there. We had some beer. We had some wings. We went back to her place, and we had chocolate-covered strawberries while watching the DVD ECW's Most Bloodiest Matches. That is the sexiest thing I've ever heard. Yes, that's when I knew I had the one. I'm just saying. <laughs> now, of course, her love of wrestling has diminished. I mean, it's it's a little awkward that the first time you and I hung out, we watched the same DVD and ate chocolate covered strawberries. But you know, it's it's fine. You know, I mean, I'm not gonna hold that against you or anything. But you know, <laughs> oh, you're crazy. <laughs> that's hilarious. No, I like your idea. Reach out to them, see if they'd be willing to come on the show, and let's see if we can't have a show and and talk talk with them about their. Uh, I think that would be a great story. Yeah, I think so, too. That would be a great one. Cool, man. All right, well, thank you guys again so much for listening and for tuning in. So until next week, we love you guys. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Mega Powers Pro Wrestling Podcast. If you'd like to contact the show with your input or questions, email us at megapowerswrestling at gmail.com. That's megapowerswrestling at gmail.com. Also find us on all social media by searching Megapowers Pro Wrestling Podcast. Until next week, we wish you good vibes and Godspeed.